Georgina Terry, president and founder of Terry Precision Bicycles for Women. And I'm talking today to Graham Street, who's the president and founder of Cyclocore. Uh, Graham's developed an incredible repertoire of programs to train you in the off-season and the on-season. And I thought it would be kind of fun to ask him a few questions about what's going on and why these programs are good for you. So, Graham, let me start with this one. The most common complaint I get from my customers is that they experience neck and shoulder pain when they're riding their bikes. Right. And since I design bikes and know all about fit, I know that if you have a poorly fitting bike, you're going to have a problem, and that fit's really important. But since I've started using Cyclocore, I've found out that it's not just the fit of the bike, it's your body as well. Right. Especially core strength. Talk a little bit about that. How does that play into comfort and efficiency on a bike? Well, you know, you're, you're so right about the combination between proper bike fit, core strength, and overall body kinetics or flexibility. So I think what happens a lot of time, whether it's, it's a male athlete or a female athlete, beginner, advanced, you know, accelerated, whatever it is, the bike fit sometimes happens, sometimes it doesn't. The thing you can always control is the core strength and body kinetics. Core strength is something, especially for, for women, that women tend to struggle with. I think that uh, women tend to be more prone to gravitating towards aerobic-based activity. And cycling, obviously, at, at its base, really is an aerobic-based activity, meaning we are training our body to do more endurance-like events to burn calories, improve our fitness, and challenge ourselves. But cycling in and of itself is not a great way to build core strength. And the core strength really, you know, when we, in a nutshell, is the the foundation of your total body's ability to produce energy. It's the it's the building blocks for you to to push the bike harder, to get more performance out of your cycling. And so many people, uh, when they fall in love with cycling, just don't spend enough time off the bike building the core strength. Unfortunately, I wish this was true, but cycling just doesn't build core strength in and of itself. It'll build a small amount. Nor does it really maintain it. Though. No, it really doesn't. And in fact, I've met so many customers, male and female alike, that it's almost like they're a victim of their own success where they get into cycling uh, as a way to stay fit and stay healthy. And then as you and I both know, and we're always hoping for, is that they fall in love with it. This is fantastic. I love it. It's so much better than going to the gym. I get so much satisfaction out of it. I get to meet friends. And they kind of fall down the path of uh, what I call the mileage prison. They're, they're constantly on the bike trying to improve themselves. That's been me a hundred times before as well. And I think a lot of times they can't see the forest through the trees. They can't understand that sometimes the best way to get more improvements on the bike is actually temporarily to get off the bike and work on some of the re the refined or the finer points of improving their fitness. And getting to your question of many of my customers have problems with upper back pain, neck pain, lower back pain, usually that's directly proportional to the lack of core strength in the body. The core strength, we're talking about the abdominal muscles, the hip flexor muscles, the butt muscles, and the low back muscles, all working together to kind of create what I call the body's girdle. You know those old-fashioned girls that that, w that women used to wear to prop up their brassieres and kind of look like they're you know that that kind of doll-like shape. Well, your body is actually wants that. Obviously, we don't want to be wearing those you know old-fashioned girdles. We actually have our own internally built girdle, but many people don't know how to uh, cause that girdle to be stimulated, and as a result. 
their spine falls out of natural alignment on the bicycle. I mean, obviously, if you look at the way that a person rides a bike, even with a well-fit bike, there's still quite a bit of emphasis towards forward forward momentum on the bicycle. Obviously, we're not riding backwards, we're not riding sideways, so the the body's force production is constantly towards the front. And if your core strength isn't there to apply rear pressure into the saddle and into the pedals, you're going to constantly get that upper body fatigue. And especially with women, in regards to women specifically, the other major component in regards to the question you just asked is a complete lack of upper body strength for women as well. Genetically, women are just not built with the kind of upper body absolute strength and fitness as a male is, regardless of lifting weights and all that other stuff. So combined with a lack of core strength and a lack of basic upper body strength, you you can develop those problems very quickly. The good news is that things like my CycloCore, CycloZen, and CycloSpeed programs is you can reverse those very quickly without having to worry about lifting heavy weights, without having to have a not necessarily a natural uh, ability to lift heavy weights or do strength training. This is a more, as, you've, as you can attest probably, is more of a nat- natural or holistic way mm-hmm. of developing that upper body and core fitness. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of amazing to me that you can do so much with so little with these programs. I mean, you need a fitness ball on your own body weight. Right. And, man, can you get a workout. And the other thing that I think is so cool is that you get results very quickly. It, it doesn't take a whole lot of work with any of this to start to notice that things are changing on the bike. Right. And, and that's, to me, so important in a fitness program because if you don't get those results, then you start saying, well, why am I doing this? Right. That's the point. But once you get that, then you say, okay, what are we going to do tonight? What are we going to do tomorrow? Where, where am I going to go from here? Exactly. Well, you know, the core and zen programs are so much more than just one workout. In fact, I think between the two of them, I think it's like 15 small different kinds of workouts. And this is why we had such a high demand to produce the training plan. So all the women that have bought this course, they have the Cycle Core, the Cycle Zen program, but they also have a certain level of the 12-week off-season training plan. And this is really the, the missing link or the bridge between the two because most people are not pre-programmed with the understanding of, hey, here's my weakness, I need to select A workout or B workout to use to improve that weakness. Now, I have a degree in the field. I've been doing this for years. I still at times struggle with, hey, which, which tactics should I use to overcome the obstacle? Luckily, I am pretty good at it overall, and we produced the training plans. We wanted to take our customer, beginner, intermediate, or advanced, and break them down into reasonable weaknesses that we could help them overcome systematically. And the whole key here is to help you, the everyday cyclist, the female everyday cyclist in this case, overcome certain obstacles, whether it be, uh, hey, I've got a busy job, I've got kids, and it's hard for me to get on my bike all the time. I need a quick and effective solution to maintain my fitness so I can get back on the bike and have a good time riding. Well, Cycle Core and the Cycle Zen Workouts, along with the training plan, will help you do that. Number two, uh, definitely the addition of CycloCore and CycloZen will keep things fresh, especially in the off-season where things can get really boring. I think a lot of times, male or female, uh, people tend to get stuck saying, hey, uh, I want to ride my bike even better next year, so all I'm going to do this off-season is sit on my indoor trainer yeah, and spin my, spin my wheels. And, <laughs> That's you. Spin your wheels. Well, it, it, it is important from time. I mean, obviously, there is, is some merit to that. However, I think that um, what tends to happen is you become so uh, focused 
focused on one thing, which is riding the bike, that you really miss the opportunity. And again, I want to stress the word opportunity. The off-season truly is a blessed opportunity. In fact, my customers that are stuck in areas, sometimes like Florida, where the weather is always good for riding, those people are actually more at risk of overtraining and not getting results than people that live in the Northeast or some other places around the world that do have seasonal changes because when you do get a seasonal change, you're almost forced to think outside the box, get off the bike, and do something different. And that's why Cycle Corn Cycles end up been so successful because it offers you that opportunity. And what ha- tends to happen is, is when you come back to the bike, you're like, man, I feel more comfortable on the bike. I feel stronger. Uh, I get out of the saddle, and there's power there that wasn't there before. And I'm training half as much as I used to. Now, those are all, obviously, as you and I can both attest as business owners, are major benefits, which is getting more results for less total work. Uh, All of us stay very busy with our schedules, and uh, most of us are not professionals. In fact, 99.9% of the people listening to the CD right now are probably not professional cyclists. We don't get paid for this. No one really cares if we do it or not but us. So we want to make sure that we keep we keep focused on what we're trying to achieve. And for most of us, that's to have a good time, challenge ourselves, and improve. And if we focus on those three things and we're willing to think outside the box to achieve them, we'll get the results we're looking for. I think one of the neat things about this program was that it doesn't require you to spend hours and hours and hours of time on the bike doing the exercises. Right. These are, these are carefully chosen small pieces of, of workouts that, that really get to the heart of the matter. I really felt that. I mean, at the end of 15 minutes of doing some of these things, I felt like I'd been working out for three or four hours. I mean, I was just toasted. Yeah. But that was just great. I thought, all right, we're getting somewhere. This is terrific. Well, there's, there's, when I produce all of my programs, I produce them with a methodology in mind. There's, and that's why there's so many different kinds of smaller workouts in there. I, I knew a couple of things about my customers. Number one, as I mentioned earlier, they're very busy. Uh, most of them are in the professional world. Obviously, we've got jobs. We've got to pay our bills. We've got to take care of our kids. We've got to love our spouses, things like that. So although cycling is important and taking care of ourselves is important, it's not our entire world. And knowing that, I was able to really pinpoint where the common weaknesses were and how to overcome them very quickly. So when you look at the 12-week training plan that you have available for you with the package that you bought, um, you will have different days with different short objectives, whether it be doing a quick uh, outdoor indoor ride on your bike uh, with a specific purpose in mind, whether it be endurance, technique, muscular endurance, power, speed. And then when you're done with that specific workout, that short condensed workout, usually we'll work on a sideline parameter, whether it be flexibility, whether it be core strength, whether it be leg strength or body weight, beta body weight strength. And we're going to progress you over the 12 weeks so that we are working on multiple different agendas each workout and each week. That's going to give you things to work for. It's going to give you satisfaction with achieving them when they do happen. Uh, and it's going to give you more enjoyment. And I want to make it clear that, you know, you don't have to be racing your bike to be following a structured training plan. In fact, the majority of my customers are not racers. They're just ordinary, everyday cyclists that love to ride and want to get improvements. And it's having the structure available for you that can sometimes really make a difference, even if you don't follow that structure 100%. We designed the training plan that you own for everyone listening 
that if you follow about 65 to 85% of the total protocol, you will get results. If you want to get the best results possible, obviously you're trying to accomplish 100% of the, tr of the training plan we gave you, but we want you to understand that the training plan that you do have available to you is malleable. Even though it's a structured set-in-stone plan, you have the option as the individual to know your body. We can't get in there and help you figure out what those things are. That's up, up to the, each individual that's using the plan, and that's what we're counting on. Talk a little bit about uh, performance, metabolism, that kind of thing. I know a lot of women, weight is always a concern. Right. And... Is this going to help someone who might be a little bit overweight or hoping to shed a few pounds over the off-season? Well, there's a couple of different ways to think about the overall program. Number one, let's first uh, speak specifically about females and the differences that uh, females, uh, obstacles that you'll have to face. Number one, females are not as uh, prevalent to maintain and build lean muscle tissue, muscle. Uh, most women automatically assume that muscle means they're going to get bigger. Yeah. And this is, this is a big farce for women. I think we've been, uh, women have been so taught to believe that it's all about how much you weigh that there's very little consideration given to how much what you are composed of, body fat or lean body tissue. You could take the same two, two different women, both weighing 140 pounds, and I guarantee you the one that has the 20% body fat will look significantly different than the one that has 40% body fat. So even though on the scale they are the same weight, they may not look or act the same on the bicycle. Now, in regards to Corin Zen, the great benefit for women is that you will, you will be effectively stimulating and building lean body tissue using these programs, which is something that cycling provides, but not at a very high level. Cycling is not a muscle-producing or muscle-stimulating or muscle-production method, meaning that you're not going to really build a lot of quality lean muscle or balance lean muscle across your body. And this is a detriment for women because when you don't have an increase in lean body tissue, you don't have an increase in metabolism. And this is really the key objective here, which is using our programs and plans to stimulate the metabolism to burn more body fat. I mean, if you were to ask most women, okay, you weigh, 100 and, no, let's say you weigh 140 pounds, and I was to tell you that six weeks from now you're going to weigh 135, but you're going to be three, you know, three you know, close sizes smaller. Would that be interesting to you? Most people, you know, most women would say absolutely. I think we've been taught as a society to believe that weight is of utmost importance. And although we do want to lose weight, it's, it should not be the forefront of what you're trying to achieve. Having worked in the weight loss and fitness market for years and having the majority of my customers women, I will tell you that the women that were always focused only on what the scale said never got the results. And if they did, they never lasted. And the reason why is that most women, to get to those weight loss results, had to do extreme calorie restriction and or excessive exercise. Our methodology with the Cycle Core, Cycle Zen, and the training plan is to put the weight idea to the side and focus on really optimizing your health and your metabolism. And we'll do that by building quality lean body tissue. That body tissue will create a caloric deficit for your body. It will stimulate your metabolism. You will burn more calories. Women cyclists 
at times can tend to fall victim to the thin, flabby look, meaning that they're only focused on the cycling. The cycling is producing a great aerobic benefit for them, but the aerobic benefit is not stimulating the correct hormones in the body to spike the metabolism. The hormones in particular we're talking about are growth hormone, insulin-like growth factor, and testosterone. And I know the first thing you think of is testosterone. Well, that's a, that's a guy's hormone. Make no mistake, women produce testosterone as well, and it's this testosterone that's produced through higher intensity activity that helps women get leaner and more fit. And because women tend to do nothing but aerobic activity, they never really stimulate those hormones. And that's why so many women say, you know, I really dedicate myself to my cycling. I put a lot of time and effort into it. But for whatever reason, my body's just not changing or metamorphosizing the way that I hoped that it would. I've gotten a little bit lighter, but it's, my body is not making those changes that I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But, it, you know, part of this program is not only called Cycle Core, it's Cycle Zen, right. which has a real yoga component to it. And, and I think that, that is certainly of interest to my customers because I know a lot of them do yoga as part of their lifestyle. How does yoga play in bicycle? You know, I debated for a long time whether or not I was going to include yoga in my programs. You know, the Cycle Core program definitely is a body weight oriented, harder hitting kind of program where I'm focused really around body weight strength, which is great, and core strength. But after I produced Cycle Core, I wanted to add a, a third dimension that I knew really was the missing link in between the two programs. And the yoga allowed me to do that very proficiently. The way that I've taken my yoga is that I haven't put a lot of emphasis, obviously, into the religious aspect of it or the meditation aspect. I would have liked to, but I don't want to uh, inflict onto someone my beliefs on what they should be doing. Okay, That's up to them. If they want to go out and pursue yoga in a greater capacity for those things, I highly encourage it. It's a great way to, re- to relieve stress, to gain more enlightenment for yourself. But I chose yoga as a working tool to help the individual build new layers of strength, which I think a lot of people misrepresent yoga with. They think, hey, yoga is just nothing but flexibility, breathing, chanting. And I remember my first yoga class. I mean, I'm an ex-bodybuilder. I have a supreme level of strength for my strength-to-weight ratio. Uh, Here I am, this cocky, you know, uh, when I was, Jesus, when I did my first yoga classes in my early 20s. You know, I could squat like 500 pounds. I could do anything with my body. I played every sport known to man. And my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the at the time, uh, convinced me to uh, take a yoga class. I said, "Yeah, all right. I, I could use a I could use a break <laughs> from my hard training." And I decided to do a 90-minute power yoga class with a very experienced teacher. And within the first, I'd say, you know, two minutes, I knew I was in big, big trouble. <laughs> yoga offers a level of strength training that is really unmatched in any other kind of training you can do, and uh, although you're not, I'm sorry. I've heard you refer. Uh, is it is it with with respect to yoga that you talk about stimulating deep muscle tissue? Deep muscle tissue, and as for female training, I don't think you can pick a better way to build deep muscle tissue strength than power yoga. Now, there's different kinds of yoga. I'm not going to go into detail about all the different methodologies, but let's just leave it as two basics. We have the hard hitting muscular strength building 
power yoga, and we have the recovery yoga. The cyclo Zen has both both kinds: the power, the thirty minute power yoga, which you'll see in your twelve week plan, uh, which will be really focused around muscular endurance and building core strength using yoga. And then we have my wife, who's great with yoga, doing more of a recovery, relaxing oriented yoga technique. Thirty minutes each, thirty minute programs each, both with different objectives. The objective with the 30-minute power yoga that I did is to really address the cycling muscles, the hip flexors, the glutes, the hamstrings, the core muscles, and really hit them as hard as I could. This is a challenging 30-minute workout. I mean, very challenging. And I, I want to make sure that, that the women that are listening understand that the first, the first time you do any of my workouts, expect not to do so well. It's important that you do understand that I designed them that way. I designed them to be more challenging and at a higher level than you are capable of doing. And you can imagine why I did that. If I gave, it, if I gave the program at a subpar level and sold it to tens of thousands of people, um, I'd really run into a snag because people really wouldn't be able to make progress or headway. And I wanted to make sure that the, the programs were challenging. And I'll say with the 30-minute power yoga that if you can hang with just, you know, half of the movements that I do to start, you're doing great. Uh, I may, I, you know, at times I can make it look easy, and I'm not that good at yoga. Uh, you should see someone that's really good at it, like my wife do it. I mean, she's able to do really incredible things with her body. But I think what women will tend to find is that when you're in the hills, and you're trying to climb on your bike, or you're trying to hang with a strong group ride, that using the power yoga and following the plan, especially through the off-season, you're going to gain a level of strength in those legs where you're able to, what I call, contralateral contract. And it sounds like a big fancy word, but all it means is yoga is going to help teach your brain to contract opposing muscle groups at the same time. That's really all that yoga is, is using your opposing muscle groups. I'm going to give you an example, the quadriceps. So I'm assuming everyone's sitting down listening to this right now. I want you to take your leg, and I want you to extend it out in front of you. That's called leg contraction, or leg extension, rather. You're contracting the quadriceps muscles. Those are the big, beefy muscles on the, on the front side of your leg above your knee. Now I want you to pull the leg back underneath you. You now had to relax that quadricep muscle and stimulate the hamstring muscles, the big muscles behind your knee underneath. Those are contralateral muscles. They're muscles that work against each other. Typically, people aren't very well put together on how to make those smoothly transition between contraction and relaxation. Yoga is a great way to teach your body how to do that, and it's going to get very deep into the nerves and muscle tissues to help you achieve that. And when you get back on the bike, as you can attest, Georgina, that it really makes a huge difference in your ability to really apply smooth pressure to those pedals. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I thought I really knew how to ride. I mean, Graham, I've ridden over 125,000 miles. <laughs> after doing this, I realized I really have a lot to learn. <laughs> Well, I think that you have a lot to learn from yourself. It's not really that I've taught you anything additional. The beauty of, of core and Zen workouts is that it helps you become more in touch with you. Yeah, it helps you create connections to your body that were there. You just didn't know how to communicate with them. And fitness is really all about communication. A higher fitness level athlete or individual, athlete or otherwise, has a higher level of communication skills between their brain and their body. 
Yeah, I think it's just sensitivity. You know, Correct. What your body's telling you and what you're telling it. Correct. I think, you know, another, much like we talked about women uh, or people in general falling victim to just riding the bike to gain bike fitness, I think it would also be a bad idea to only use something like yoga to stay fit. I mean, I've been a professional trainer for 10 years now, and in that time I've met so many different kinds of people that find they gravitate towards something, whether it's yoga, whether it's Pilates, whether it's strength training, whether it's cycling, whether it's rowing. This is all great. Uh, something like yoga has certain benefits, but in and of itself is not a complete way to balance your fitness, just as cycling is not the only way to balance your fitness. And this is why using the body weight training from CycleCore, the core training from CycleCore, the functional training from CycleCore, the power yoga, the flexibility, the low back training, all together, all those little pieces create the puzzle. And that puzzle is beginning to form a method. And that method can be used for the rest of your life. It's not something that's, that's temporary. It's not a fad. It's kind of like uh, it's, it's a fact. These things will never change. Now, people will try to put spins on them and add different you know, exercises to them, and that's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, you have to have all those parameters working together to help you improve your cycling fitness and health. I think one of the things that really appealed to me about your programs when I first started investigating them was that you are a cyclist. And, and to me, that's so important because you do this stuff every day, and, and given your background, you know how all these things come to play specifically for a cyclist. I mean, if I were doing cross-country skiing or something else, it would be something totally different. But, but this is great. I mean, it, it's, it's just so important that the person who's done it does it every day. You're not telling me what I should do, and you never do it. Well, I guess this is this is how it was supposed to come together. I guess you know I, I've been uh, I started cycling when I was jeez uh, I started cycling for real when I was 10 years old, and I don't just mean on a BMX bike. I mean I had my first swim when I was 10. I, I did my first century by the time I was 12, uh, and I was doing you know ultra endurance touring by the time I was I think 13 and 14. And I've been addicted to cycling ever since. Now, in my life, I've gotten in and out of cycling, but it's always been the foundation. Uh, I've got a black belt in karate. I played soccer for years, football. I mean, I've, I've always been an athlete. But cycling has always been the one mode of uh, physical and spiritual enlightenment for me that I've always come back to. And that's why I think when I started CycleCore and CycleZen, I did not create those programs for you. I didn't create them for the people that are listening to these CDs. I created them for me, and that's why they work, and that's why they work. Because when you produce something for yourself and you take away the potential of money that it can make, you take away the fame or the, all the other junk that comes along with it, you create something that's real, something that's uh, more valuable than just a marketing idea. And I think when you look at the programs, I don't have a fancy film crew there doing the workouts with me. I don't have the fancy graphics and all that stuff. And I did that on purpose. And even though my company is very successful now, I probably won't step up my production methods quite that much. And the reason why is that at the end of the day, I can add all that glitz and glamour, but it doesn't change the fact that really the heart and soul of what I deliver is the content that I'm providing. And more importantly, helping the individual, the people that are listening to these CDs, 
really step up and say, I want to take it to the next level. Yeah. And I don't need, mean to go out and be competitive or, or beat your friends on group rides, although that's a nice benefit from time to time. I'm talking about making self-improvement. Yeah. And yeah. if you focus on those things and you keep it real and you keep it open-minded, you're going to get more results for it. And well, um, I think it really shows through, too, because I know when I'm doing the work, I feel like you're right there in the room with me. And, and it's kind of neat. I'm starting to think something, and all of a sudden you anticipate it. Your hips should be flaring up by now. Hey, nice job. Don't forget to breathe. Get that grimace off your face, whatever. It's like, hey, you know, this guy knows exactly what I'm going through. And and that's just great. Like, uh, and that's because I'm doing it right there with you. Huh? That's because I'm doing it right there with yeah. you. I mean, right. I, that, that's the great thing about it. I made sure to – I don't want to speak above my customer. I, mean, I, I want everyone to understand that although uh, I'm a – cycling fitness expert or personal trainer, whatever you want to say, I'm a, I'm a human being too. And I make all the same mistakes that, that everyone that's listening uh, to the CD makes. I'm, I'm, no, I'm no different or no better. I, I might have more knowledge along the way and some, maybe some different insight or experience. But I deal with the same issues. I deal with the same nutrition issues. I deal with the same, you know, life gets in the way issues. I deal with the same, hey, I'd love to be out on my bike right now, but work is just too tough right now. I can't do it, and I'm ultra-stressed and so on and so forth. I get it. I do all these things. I don't just throw this stuff out there because it sounds cool. I, I throw it out there because I have to deal with the same stuff as you guys do, and I, I make mistakes. In fact, even though I, I produce all this stuff, I fall victim to my own rules and regulations, luckily not as much as I used to, uh, and I'm always trying to improve. But I'll never be perfect, and I want everyone to know that that owns these programs and plans that you'll never be perfect either. And the more you start to accept that, the more fun you'll have with it, the more fun you'll have with it, the better results you'll get. That's the irony of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in regards to women's fitness specifically, first of all, there are a couple pros and great advantages that the female psyche will have automatically over men. Number one is that women tend to be more dedicated once they decide to truly take something on. They really do. Uh, I've had, again, I've had thousands of customers, and women always have proven to be the more dedicated individual. Once they truly step up and say, I'm willing to dedicate myself. So that part I can't offer you. I can't offer you the, the decision to say, I'm ready to take this on 100%. And I've always said, either do it all the way or don't do it at all. And I'm not saying you have to go out there and, and compete or win the Tour de France or, or uh, you know, lose 50 pounds or whatever it is, but go out there and set a goal or challenge for yourself and truly commit to it. Even if it's small, it's going to give you the level of satisfaction you just can't achieve from anything else. Yeah. Uh, I think women are also more open-minded. Women uh, are more willing to see the forest through the trees. They're willing to say, hey, I know that I do need that balance. Now, not all women will definitely automatically follow those principles, but they are more have a greater tendency to fall into them easier. It's not easy to convince a man to change. <laughs> Most women that are listening to this will probably be nodding their head going, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Men tend to be stubborn and a big pain in the ass. There's no question about it. Women tend to say, hey, I, I'm, I, I can... I can allow myself to, to look in at myself and find out where I'm strong, where I'm weak, admit that to myself and move forward. That's a huge advantage. It really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And having that is something that's an asset. And I always say that you, know, you want to find out what your assets are and where your liabilities are, and that's an asset. So with the plan in hand and the two programs in hand, as long as you stay open-minded, 
that you have faith that I'm giving you something that, that I know will work for you. That's the beauty of what I provide. When, you, when I provide a well-thought-out exercise program and plan, I'll guarantee the results to the heavens without question. The reason why I'm able to do that with such confidence is that I know if you dedicate yourself and commit yourself to the work, you cannot fail. Now, you might not achieve outlandish results if you set outlandish results for yourself. If you set reasonable results for yourself, then you'll most likely achieve them. But at the end of the day, it's the commitment value that makes the difference. Now, there's a couple obstacles that women face as well. Uh, number one is that uh, women have a different hormonal structure than men do. There's no question. I'm sure many women that are listening to this right now will say, you know, I'm out there, I'm working my butt off every day. I'm more committed to the program, I'm more committed to the plan, and I've got my husband or my friend Joe or whatever, and they're out doing half as much as I'm doing, and they're making twice the results. This isn't fair. You know, John lost, you know, 20 pounds, you know, in the past two months, and I've lost three. <laughs> Why? That, that's not fair. And I'm twice as committed as John is. What's going on? Well, I'll tell you. The hormonal structures are obviously very different. Women have a much higher level of estrogen and, and uh, progesterone, which are counterproductive uh, for lean tissue growth. And as a result, the metabolisms tend to stay lower. Uh, women obviously are also built with the genetics to bear children. And that has a different, whole different physiological effect, meaning that women are built to, to retain more body fat for protection, for uh, metabolism regulation, for famine. Obviously, obviously those, these things are very rare nowadays. You know, famine is no longer a concern. So the question is, how do we as women begin to make those changes? I think that when you are open-minded, as I said, we have an asset, uh, and you are able to do more strength training, more body weight conditioning, with a good structured program and plan, which you have, you have now a leg up on those hormones. So even though the hormones will always obviously be there, uh, obviously until you hit menopause and those kinds of things, you'll always have to battle that battle of attrition, where you're trying to work diligently to improve physically, and your body is kind of working against you. These things can change. You might have to put more effort into it than a man will, but I guarantee you, you can make those changes, and I think if you keep it an open mind as to what is possible, you can make it even easier. Uh, women also tend to take on a little bit more obligation, though, than men do. Uh, women do tend to have a harder time saying no to certain things. They're, they tend to gravitate. I mean, again, I'm not always saying that all women, by, by no means am I saying all women, but as a tendency, I have found as a trainer dealing with these issues on a daily basis that women tend to take on more than they can handle. Uh, whether it be with family, whether they want to raise their kids, they want to work hard at work, they want to love their spouse well, they want to have different hobbies, and, they, and then on the backdrop, they want to, you know, uh, you know, run Terry bicycles and you know, and take care of their own health and fitness. And you know this, you know, first and foremost that this this is a lot to juggle, and uh, these things can really, you know, cause a lot of problems. So I think that when you address these obstacles, and again, I'm not trying to overgeneralize. I want to make that perfectly clear, but I'm trying to, to give everyone an understanding that the, there are obstacles, there are assets, and if you recognize them, you can make, make this a lot more enjoyable for yourself. And these are just things that I've picked up on over years. And again, my customers have been um, predominantly female on a one-on-one -on -one basis, and I've learned a lot from women. I mean, a lot. Uh, sometimes more than I care to. 
And uh, but I, you know, one of the things that I have learned is that you know the dedication, commitment is is you know at the forefront. And when you do commit to things, uh, you will you know make the headway. So you've bought the programs, you own the training plan. This is the material, and the material is great. And the material works, but it only works if you decide to truly commit and make it work. So I think what ten, can tend to happen with these programs is you'll kind of get into it at first, and you'll get some progress, and then, you know, you can start to think, hey, I've got a choice today. I could either get out on my bike and ride, or I could do, you know, Cyclocore. Well, I'm the, I'm the owner for the company, and if you were to ask me which would I rather do, would I rather be out on my bike or would I rather be inside doing Cyclocore, I'll tell you, you know, 11 times out of 10, well, I'd rather be out on my bike. Duh. Yeah, for you sure. know, I'm a cyclist. I want to ride my bike. And I'm sure everyone that's listening to this, you know, says the same thing. Well, it's a beautiful day. I want to be out on my bike. And if it is a beautiful day and you want to be out on your bike, then by golly, be out on your bike. Even if my training plan says, hey, stay inside and do cyclocore, don't listen to me. Get out on your bike. What I'm asking you to do is stay open-minded and be committed to say, I know that I want to be out on my bike today. Maybe I'll compromise and I'll do, you know, three-quarters of what I was going to do on my bike today, come back and do the low back or flexibility session from Cyclocore, Cyclozen, so I can work on my flexibility, which really, Graham, has been just terrible as of late, and I want to help improve that. And you've learned that, you know, yourself. I haven't used my programs now where, you know, they're, they're fun to do, but then nothing will ever replace the bicycle. I mean, if you truly love riding a bike, and if you've bought this program, you've obviously proven to yourself and to us that you do love to ride a bike, uh, that you don't want to forget that. But, again, you know, you want, you want to see the big picture here. Well, Graham, I think everybody who tries this is going to love it. I, uh, I, I am so thrilled that we have these programs that we're offering to our customers. No, me too. Because uh, in addition to having a bike that fits you well, Having this kind of fitness is, I mean, it's like a freebie on the side. Right. It's going to be great, and I just want to say thanks so much for doing this. I want to mention just two more short little things. Sure. Number one, uh, the plans, when you first look at them, especially for the beginners that bought the plans, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to give you a whole bunch of different kinds of intervals to do on the indoor trainer or outside on your bike. We're going to have all this different fancy terminology. Now we do have a complete training guide that goes along with it to help break down what all that information means. We're also going to have, we're going to throw at you all the different corns and workouts. At first, it can be a little bit much. That's okay. We want you to be a little bit overwhelmed. We want you to take it slow, where even in the first couple weeks, if you can only do, you know, 50% of what we offer you to do, you're going to be so satisfied with your results and with the ability to say, hey, you know, that was a tough workout, but I got it done. You're going to feed off that, and I really encourage everyone listening here to feed off that motivation. It's critical, especially in the off-season, uh, where it's like, yeah, you know, I just rode my bike all season, and, you know, now it's kind of getting cold out or, and or, you know, I'm just kind of burnt out. Uh, you have to truly ask yourself, what, what are your goals? And that's the second thing that I do want to bring up is that definitely give yourself a purpose and a reason over the off-season or any season, for that matter, of why you're riding your bike. Always be asking yourself, why do I ride? In fact, that's the slogan for you know Team Cyclocore and basically my whole company is, why do you ride? You always have to be asking yourself that question. And if you give yourself an honest answer of, hey, I ride because i got a stressful job and I need a break during the day and this, this makes me feel good, that's a great reason. If, I, if you say, hey, that uh, my health you know, uh, two years ago was terrible and I was overweight and now I'm not and this is really making me a more confident person, that's a great reason. Or if you know I want to go climb a mountain, I want to do it faster than I did last year, 
that's a great reason. But you have to be asking those questions because if you just look at this as, hey, uh, I'm only going to lose weight and uh, care about the scale or or give myself structure, it's, that's that's okay, but it's not enough. It's not going to drive you to get the, truly get the results that you're looking for. So I, I want to encourage everyone to really sit down and ask themselves those honest questions. And I know that I do every day. Why am I out here at you know, 6 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday training for two hours? What am I training for? What am I doing this for? And luckily for me, I mean, it's always been a passion for me. And uh, it makes me, you know, complete. It makes me happy. And without, you know, riding my bike, uh, I'd still be the same person, but I wouldn't be as fulfilled. And I'm sure I would have found something else by now. But cycling, luckily, has been just a godsend for me. And it's been more valuable to me now than ever. It's fantastic stuff. There's no yep. doubt about it. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today, and I hope that uh, everyone else enjoys the uh, the audio CD. And, again, uh, even though that the Core and Zen programs, these are the same programs we would send, uh, sell to a, a man, I want everyone that's listening, all the women that are listening to this, to understand that at its roots, if you were my one-on-one customer or client, I would be giving you the exact same workout protocols as I would for a man. The difference is is that you have to understand that you're looking to get different kinds of results or you're looking to get different satisfaction. And that's all that we're trying to say with this audio CD here. So I hope you enjoyed it. Terrific. Thanks again, Grant. Okay, thank you, Georgina.